Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. The Demonomicon, it... it has to be here. That's when she raises her head. She keeps raising it. No, no way. Until you hear her spine snap. The bones twist and crunch as her head contorts towards you. And a dark, booming voice echoes out. Thea, Yenbo, Flint, it's about time. Now the real fight begins. You see Flint scream and fall motionless to the ground. Where's Rhaenysa and Helvelu? Uh, I mean, she didn't make it. We got to the room where we thought the book would be, and there was no book, and something happened to Rhaenysa, and... And that voice. I'm going to go over to Flint. I'm going to point a finger at him threateningly, and we say... Would you fucking die or disappear completely and become someone else? I'll be back. Flint, we will do our best to get you well and save the world. Dearest Thea. Oh, my God. You were a lot less sarcastic earlier. Donald E. You know what? Maybe we don't get your... I don't... I don't (laughs) reach... I can't reach Sir Flint's a lot. I'm sure he's fine. Maybe we just don't even look for your collar. Maybe you stay a little boy forever. It's not about the size of the stinger. It's about how you use it. Gross. Get in the satchel. No. You're in a time now. No. I will not. Get in the bag. (laughs) Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. And with me today is Tom Laird. Yeah, that's me. Uh, he, him as well. And I am playing Tallgear Heavyfoot, who is a mountain dwarf paladin. And he also goes by he, him. And Amy Moore. She, her. And I play Thea Amastasia, a high elf druid. Also, she, her. And Carla Maxted. She, her. And I am playing Yen Bolnuri, a Kalishtar cleric. Also, she, her. We're in the darkest timeline again, everybody. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep saying. You say it like you're excited, like we're gonna be like, Woo! yeah. All of a sudden, we're gonna be like on board with it. Yeah, but no you know one what? likes there's, it. Come on, there's like a it's like a glimmer of hope here because we got three people who don't really know each other, so you can't have like little. We'll get to it. Don't worry, it'll be fun. Sure. The glimmer of hope is that one of the characters lies comatose back down. So exactly. Thumbs There's up. no moon anymore, guys. It's great. Silver lining. Come on. David. David. <laughs> okay. This is a little bit of a thing. But you know those things where you're like, type your name into the bar uh, on Twitter, into the into the gift bar, and then you know whatever image comes up first is how you feel about 2020. Well, this one was like, type your middle name into the day bar, which my middle name is David, so I typed it in. And the first thing that comes up, which is how I feel about 2020, apparently, was, ew, David. Yeah, no. that's about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that totally it tracks. It, yeah. it checked out. Accurate. I thought it was very yeah. good. Amazing prediction ab- abilities in the. Yeah. Uh... Way to go. Gifts. Who's <laughs> <laughs> responsible for all those I, gifts? I don't know. I guess it's my. My parents were giving me middle name so that I could type it in when Schitt's Creek was really popular. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Future I mean, Sight. totally tracks. You know who has Future Sight is our patrons. Wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, statistically speaking, probably at least three of them do, right? Oh, I should mention uh, Tulgear uh, Heavyfoot is a Patreon submitted character, and that was from Christian Brown. So thanks, Christian. Thank you, Christian. Uh-huh. You can submit NPCs and sometimes player characters to us. Who knows whatever's going to happen? Could be anything. Sometimes we see a name, we're like, yeah, that name. Um, but you can submit those over at Patreon dot com slash dumb dragon cast that are fifteen dollar tier and up is where you can submit all that cool stuff including items for our zed mart which who knows if there's still a zed mart left in this world but for the little characters yeah yep. Clem they, and Sully, they they've got zed mart. Zed those babies all, can shop yeah. they can shop you know what it's always good of us to just to create something and then destroy it immediately <laughs> You say I'm us sorry. as if we I had say anything we. to yeah, do with it. I was going to say, we You know. also get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron. Yeah, just steamroll, steamroll. Yep. Zade Von Seeger. Thanks, Zade. Thanks, Zade. With an amazing, amazing with name. name. Oh, it's very oh, good. Geez. See, and then I say a patron's name and everybody's happy again. Yeah, yeah we're well, happy our patrons are wonderful. Our patron, yes. Thank you, Zade. That's not, that's not for you, though. Thank that was you. for Zade. Yeah, thanks, Zade. <laughs> Join us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Now fuck it, let's play. Okay, start rolling out all your misery. Start telling us how terrible things are. <laughs> the roads are all potholes now. <laughs> Which doesn't matter. How We're on a different? flying carpet. We're on a carpet. Exactly. <laughs> all right, you're on a fucking flying carpet. Does this thing just have like a never ending tank of gas? How does it work? I think, <laughs> yeah, I think basically magic. Cool. It's magic. Magic. All right. Uh, the three of you snuck out of the city the next day. You were told to wait until morning. When Orcus's forces were at their lowest, the, your, ma- your magic carpet is large enough to carry three people. I think we have established that it is. But. Uh, it can fly unencumbered up to 400 pounds, which is 60 feet of movement per. And then um, over that, I don't know how big Talgir is. Because um, uh, over that, it out. still can go, but it's 30 feet of movement, which is still just as fast as us as us walking. Well, you know what he we haven't is. done in a while is a is a is a weight check <laughs> on our characters, which is what everybody looks forward yep. to. Yep. Right, that's something we normally do. <laughs> yes. Also, does it even matter? Uh, well, apparently it does. Normally, we do a roll call of it before we play, but uh, we've, yeah, we've usually been we all just kind of weigh in, yeah. and then. I'm 110 pounds. I am but a waif. So willowy. Yeah, I'm essentially pretty stretched out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 140, according to my character sheet. So that's 250. Uh, 158 is what I had down for. Oh, just over the limit. But you know what? He's had a couple days of exercise. Let's just down that to 152. (laughs) You know what? Thea, like leaps off midair and says, come on out, guac, guac. And guacamole bursts out and I land on her back. No more encumbered carpet. Boom. Boom, Goes bitch. Goes the dynamite. Boom. Uh, okay, you're flying along. Have I? I don't think I've seen guacamole. Oh, no, I? maybe not. <laughs> I don't think okay, so. Okay, so for the other two of you, your mm-hmm. friend just hops off. Good point. Come on out, guac, guac. <laughs> And a giant snowy owl appears. Oh, I, I did not know she could do that. That is pretty impressive. Oh my goodness, I have never seen such a thing. This is guacamole. Hello, guacamole, I'm waving. Tulgir doffs his invisible hat. Ah. Nope, don't Arr. even. No, you may not. You may not speak for guac. I'm pretty sure that's the, that's the voice that guac has. I feed, I feed Donnie crackers to make it quiet. Mm, crackers. Mm, <laughs> almost like pudding. Oh, mm. Got that dry mouth thing going on. Mm-hmm. I'll go sit in the back seat. <laughs> she can stay out for a little while. I don't know where my... I haven't... Six hours, I think. I think she can stay out for 24 hours, and I can only have her out once every three days. I don't think that's accurate, but it doesn't matter. Anyways. It does kind of matter to me. You can keep talking about okay. it. Time is a construct. <laughs> uh, here we go. Call her out for 12 hours at a time uh, every okay. two days. So, like, essentially split the difference of what I said. Yeah, it's pretty close, actually. Um, it was very close. 
yeah, this is guacamole. She is my jade serpentine owl. She just kind of like is amazing and I've missed her and also not safe to bring her out with all the dead stuff. I don't think very much. So yeah, I've got a fourth fighter. I fifth. Sorry, Donnie. Crackers, 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 crackers. <laughs> I give him more crackers. Hey, it looks kind of <laughs> shitty down here. You look down and you see it's like the the earth is dead. See, his heart just breaks a little, you know, being all druidy and stuff. Are you writing down things like, Arthea's power is encumbered. Encumbered is just the word now. That is in my head, you know. Carla knows. I just wrote down a question <laughs> for my future self. How do druids work? <laughs> how do druids Magnets. work? How do they work? In this world is how that sentence ends. Do they work? Because I do get my powers from... The Earth? The Earth, and also I'm Circle of the Moon? Yes, sir. What does it all mean, Russ? You threw us into this mess. Anything we do, I've already been able to use one spell. Can I use more? If I start using spells, you can't go back and say I can't use spells. I don't think that this was covered in the two-slide presentation from Kyle. (laughs) Right, Kyle? (laughs) You can use magic. To the full extent of my capabilities? As far as you're aware. I did not believe he said that part. He's going to half all my already shitty damage rolls. (laughs) He didn't say anything. Whatever. Anyway, you guys can ride her anytime you'd like. Well... I don't I don't really need to. And I also step off the carpet because guess what? I can fly. <laughs> and then What is happening right and now? Then How here am I only can't fly. He he remains on the carpet. <laughs> oh. Okay, but you had that wing backpack thing going on, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I'm not really sure what that was. You'll have to ask Russ. <laughs> yeah, I'm not just sure style. either. That I'm was sorry. Just style. Um Yenbull. And have you been able, like, what, and I I feel like we've been, I know it hasn't been a really long time, but I feel like it's been long enough, like, not long enough to maybe pull out every trinket we have, but definitely long enough to fly. What? This is something I have been training for for a very long time and have not been able to do, but have just very recently been able to do. So perhaps because of the time jump or just I have spent enough time Dealing with terrible things and it makes me a stronger Kalishtar. I don't know, but now I can do this. That's freaking amazing. How long can you fly for? I, I don't as, know. <laughs> <laughs> she drops from the sky suddenly. I assume we're not super. High. As long as we are not indoors or underground, I can now fly. So it's just a, a permanent thing. Yes. Oh, uh, Tolgir, you have to give verbal instructions. Boom, he's in a tree. <laughs> Just spy- he's in a death spiral towards the ground. <laughs> I'm so glad I came with you guys. <laughs> so wait, I thought, so you guys haven't been together for the 10 years since? Hmm. Well, I, I mean, what is time? So well, I heard someone say it's a construct. Yeah. The booming voice after it's a construct. <laughs> We feel this very much because we were together in Kalimport and we fought Shangalar in his pyramid. And I'm looking at Thea like... Mm. Oh, Thea's nodding along. Yep, yeah, yep. And, and also and, whispering uh, to Guacamole, you're still cool. And... Stop. <laughs> no more. Shut it down. And then after we defeat Shangalar... We walk back into the wondrous city of Kalimport. Boom, ten years. Oh, okay. So, we were together, but it go... In a time past. warp, yeah. Did you think about maybe trying to do the time warp again? Well, you know what? If I could just jump to the left and make it all rewind back to the way it was before, I would do it. Yes. Yes, we would do this. Thea puts her hands on her hips <laughs> and pulls her knees in tight to make sure she doesn't fall off guacamole. Donnie, what the fuck are you doing in that bag? Crackers, 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 crackers. <laughs> it was a pelvic thrust. Uh, <laughs> I'm just over here doing the time warp by myself. 
So yes, um, a lot of time and a little time at the same time. Okay. Uh, yeah. So some some big time magics of some sort. Yes. And how long have you been fighting with the uh, Leosin? Oh, seems like a long time now, but probably only five years or so. I was in a you know, mercenary company for a while and then ended up fell in with them and they hired us to do some jobs for them. And I just kind of stuck around afterwards. Seemed like a cause worth fighting for. And what did you do before the world ended? Pretty much just a career soldier. Any battles worth mentioning? She she points to her eye with her left ring finger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, well, this one uh, bit off in a bar fight, so... Oh, yeah, my. I wasn't. Wait, what were you fighting? Oh. Yeah, I don't even remember, to be perfectly honest. Oh. I just woke up and everyone told me that's what happened. So I took their word for it. Uh, the eye thing. Yeah, that uh, few few too many sharp things in and around that area. So oh. then I suppose you are still lucky it is even there at all. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, and pl- it's a little bit. At this point, it's just kind of for show. I could easily wear an eye patch, but I feel like this kind of just draws a little too much attention when I need someone to focus on something else, and it works for me. Hmm. Strikes fear too. A little bit intimidating, sure. Oh yeah. Um, and our weird—we're we're just passing over countryside. Everything's just fucking dead. Like, that's all we're seeing. Is there birds even? Like, are we seeing like towns filled with like small towns? Filled with, yeah. I mean, debt? you guys aren't like fucking jet airlinering it no, over there. You're still only six, sixty, 60 feet. feet. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a little quicker than land speed. Like you're running, um, so you haven't passed over. But ma- we're not tired. That's but you're the not point. tired. That's the, thing. That's the thing. It's great. Um, so yeah, rolling hills of blackened and grayed earth. Trees are. Uh, withered and dead there aren't like there's there's no grass or shrubbery or anything to speak of the roads are all caked and dried up you see below you i don't know how high up you're flying necessarily but you see below you like what look like creatures but upon closer inspection um are demons just kind of roaming. Just a countryside of roaming demons. Awesome. Um, after some time, you notice that as you fly over, like you're catching attention of them. Let's fly a little higher. Let's mm-hmm. not be so. Because at some point, why would they look up? It's fine. You fly up into what looks to be like cloud. Um, but as you get up there, it is demons. Demons. <laughs> Tiny baby demons. Really? <laughs> no. Just misty demons. <laughs> demons wearing diaphanous robes that mm-hmm. we think are mist. Cloud demons. It smells highly sulfuric. It's more smoke and acrid than cloud. <laughs> Can't stay up here. No, this is terrible. This is. I'm going to get back on the flying carpet. It's hard flying in this smoke. I'd rather just sit. You drop back down a little bit, still high enough that you're not directly catching attention of the roving demons. You make it most of a day. It's getting towards evening hours. We should uh, we should probably make camp somewhere. Traveling at night is a little bit, uh, well, a little bit more dicey than it probably was 10 years ago for you guys. Sounds good. What about down there in, in within the trees? Or I use the term trees loosely. Yeah, I mean, something that we can have our uh, backs against a wall would be great. We should stay away from where there was many people. Because they will all be our enemies now. Yeah, I agree. Maybe find a clearing in the in some thick woods or... Somewhere with a little bit of cover. Yeah, I'm just... How do I set this thing down? 
No, I'm back on it. I can be steering. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> he's got the tassels. Yeah. He's been struggling with it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of jerky movements. When we went up in that smoke, Yenbull got back on it to not have to exercise in the uh, poor air quality. He's half blind, you know. It's mm. yeah, it's rough. <laughs> Death True. perception is an issue. Uh, you glide down into a grove of burnt-out trees, carrying a little off the path, and set up camp there. I suppose we cannot light a fire. So dangerous, right? It's it cold. What's the weather like? It is muggy. Hot, and like the air is thick. The closer down to the ground you get, you find it hard to breathe. As smoky and acrid as it is up higher, it's still thinner. Uh, but down towards the ground, it's like this like cloud of just thick, damp air that has this like stink to it. Well, I can see in the dark just fine. If you want me to keep watching, you guys can take a rest. Yes, uh, we will take turns on 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 watch. Certainly. Yenbull and Tolgir tuck in. Thea, you begin your watch. Donnie climbs out. Got any more crackers? No, I don't have any more crackers. Mm-hmm. All right. I kiss guacamole on the beak and I say, "I'll see you in a couple days." And she transforms back into a jade serpent or jade, yeah, serpentine trinket. And I put her around my neck. Don't kiss me on the beak and turn me into a serpent serpentine trinket anymore. Well, you can't do that. And I kiss your head all the time, just mostly when you're sleeping, because you're a little salty. Well, she's been through dark times. I don't know if you've noticed this. I got these nuts. I, I wanna, got D's nuts. I don't wanna, <laughs> I'm tired of talking about D's nuts. Look, we flash forward 10 years, you suddenly have nuts. I don't know. I, oh, I've had them in my bag for a while. I mean, I don't think it means they're 10 years old. As if you care. Do you want them or not? Yeah, I'll have the nuts. Yeah, I thought you would. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, I love you too. Do I see anything on my watch? You hear... Um, movement like all around. I I, I want to look. I, I keep a vigilant eye around me to see if, can I see anything like moving in the brush? Mm-hmm. I can? Yeah. Neat. Yeah. There's you- movement, like shadows, like from from a distance, but you hear as if like small creatures are like running through the brush of forest that you're in. I let him run and scurry. I keep an eye out for anything that might be coming like toward us. Um, but if I, I'm not going to be chasing were bunnies in the bushes. <laughs> you hear a shriek from behind you. Oh, I, I, I turn around. Make a dexterity saving throw. Son of a bee. 20, not at. This giant winged, what could only be described as a mosquito, zips through the air. You see the glint off the eyes and the shriek as it darts its nose towards you. Darts its needle proboscis towards you. Yeah. Um, You miss as it zips by and then swings back towards you. Oh, I don't miss. Did the shriek wake us up? Yeah. Guessing it probably did. I'm gonna say probably uh, yes. So I mean, Telgear's a light sleeper from years of years of practice. You stir and see this thing like zip over top of all of you. Uh, Telgear, you immediately recognize this as a Kazmi, which is a uh, a large demon, large fiend demon. Um, as it flies at me, I would enjoy making. Eldritch Blast. Yeah, take your shot, and then we'll roll for initiative. Oh, I'm not throwing away my shot. Do not <laughs> miss your chance to blow. I'm going to roll, and it's going to be a 19. That will hit. Cool. 
Wait, hold on. Do I need to do a roll for every blast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I didn't do that last time. I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. Okay, so the first one was a 19. The second one was an 18. The third one was a 15. And the fourth one was an 18. All of them hit. Noise. 27 beams of righteousness. Uh, so Yembol and Tolgir, you see this, that you hear this thing first, and then you see it zip over top and immediately followed by four beams of energy that blast towards it and throw it against a, a tree. It's still alive as it like shakes it off and postures towards you. Let's roll for initiative. Ugh, my rolls are terrible tonight. I think that's nine. Eighteen. Guys. Damn, Amy. Amy. That'll be the last good one. Uh, tell Gear got a ten for initiative. Thea, you start us off then. Oh, I'm going to do it again. Twenty-one. Twenty. Nineteen. Thirteen. Uh, everything except the thirteen, so that's three. Twenty. Holy guys. <laughs> this is so exciting. Oh, I have another one. I can do two things. I bring out my oath bow and I I um, say swift death to my enemies. Twenty-one. So nine for the regular and then an extra fourteen point of damage. You let that go, and then you hear, like, crashing down through the trees as a frock comes Whoa. down. We haven't seen one of those in a while. What's it sound like? Brock, Brock. Um, comes uh. down to attack you. Me? Yeah, you. You're making all the noise shooting lights and stuff. Shoot Just lights. like fiery stuff. Yeah. Not even fire. It's force damage. <laughs> So that's a 20, not natural, for yeah, its beak. Yeah, that'll... You can beak me. And a 24... Nope, doesn't hit. Weirdly enough. ...is slashing damage, uh, so for his talents. So you got uh, 20... or No, 10 piercing damage. Yay! 14 slashing damage, so 24 total as this frock comes down from the sky and tears into you. You now have a frock and a chasmy. It is Tolgear's turn. You hear Thea scream, get, get this rocking thing off of me. All right. Uh, how far away is uh, the Vrock the from Tulgear? It's like on Thea. So I assume that you were all pretty close. Tulgear is going to channel divinity and make his weapon a sacred weapon. So this weapon is now considered magical. And I add plus four to attack rolls and it emits a bright light for 20 feet. Ooh. And a dim light for 20 feet after that. Did he ever cast that on his penis by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> Just curious. Tall gear, bright rod. <laughs> yep, the old bright rod. That's his. Uh, that's his porn name. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's lived a long life. He's done a lot of stuff. I'm sure we'll hear yeah. more about it. Well, they say nowadays, like you have multiple careers. So yeah. yeah. Especially through the darkest time. <laughs> Especially. It's uh, really, it's, it is the gig economy now. So <laughs> The giggity, giggity economy? The giggity economy. <laughs> All right. So he's going to stroll on over with his uh, sacredly imbued hand axe and try to go to town on this rock. Okay. Uh, first is, well, it's in, it's the 30. So, I think a 30? It's in the 30s. I thought it was in the 30s, but then I I saw the math and it was a 30. Oh my, 30 is still in the 30s. What does that feel like to roll that high? Ha, and then a 31. Oh my God. Both of those are good. (laughs) Perfect. If they they? aren't, we are in serious trouble. We're in trouble. All right, uh, okay. So that is 14 on the first attack and 13 on the second attack. Imbued with this magical power, Tulgear strikes hard down into the Vrock, who lets out this hideous scream, bringing us to Yembel. Are both of the creatures on the ground, or did the Kazmi fly up again? Um, it's hovering in the air, um, like five feet above the ground, um, so it's not back up in the air, so to speak. Oh, and what do I care? I can fly. Um, <laughs> forgot. 
It like smashed into a tree and then like got back up and turned to begin moving on its turn. Um, I think what I'm going to do is go and touch that bad boy and inflict wounds. So that is uh, 23 to attack. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm going to cast this, let's say at like fifth level. Why not? Mm, sure, why, why not? not? So that's 7d10. 7d10? You betcha, baby. Which could be 70. (laughs) All right. Well, I was like, ooh, this thing has a cool thing on its turn. I don't think we're going to see it. It's uh, (laughs) 45 damage. (gasps) Yeah, it is. Uh, Yeah. Tell me how it looks when you obliterate. Um, Well, I guess for drama's sake, you guys don't know this about Yemble. Yeah, she's a real drama queen. She kind of floats (laughs) up. I'm learning so much. Puts her hand on it, and it just like withers and just collapses, dead. It's there's no explosions or lights or anything. I've just just killed it with my touch. Is she like super dark about it too? And it's just like, sorry, did that hurt? But nobody hears it but her. Is <laughs> <laughs> like secretly kind of a psychopath. <laughs> I'm loving everything. As it withers and falls to the ground in a very dramatic moment, you hear like loud stirrings in the um, forest and brush around you. You don't see anything immediately, but you hear movement. This was not as restful as I was hoping. No, not restful at all. It's the middle. Oh, no, wait. It's the middle. Did, did. No, ah, God, I can't get into Axel Foley. I know it's you started doing middle, Baby middle, Shark. It's the middle. It's the middle. It's the middle. It's the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That'll so, make sense if you if you're yep. a patron. If you're yep. in if like you're a patron, a couple months. A month. Uh, yeah. Two two months. Three, three two weeks? months. No, two months because that was in the second episode. Oh, was it in the first? No, it was in the second episode. Yeah. So in a couple so, months, yeah. you'll be like. <laughs> I totally remember when they hey, did that in an I interlude, it and it was mm-hmm. so good. Yep, this is all this yeah. interlude is, is just teasing something two months from now. Mm-hmm. Sign up at patreon.com. It's worth only it. Only patrons yeah. get. It's totally worth it, uh, I think. Um, most, Anyways, that's not the point of the interlude today. I don't know no. what's happening. Um, we were, uh, hey, we uh, love our listeners. Uh, we do. We do. True fact. It's true. Uh, we were approached on Twitter uh, by one of our listeners. Uh, at Skeptical Oki, and they asked if we would do a little favor for them. And we were like, yeah, sure, no problem. They play a game, tabletop RPG, with their with their family, with their kids and their wife. Um, and one of their kids, Colin, uh, he gets down on himself a little bit. And James, at Skeptical Oki, asked us to say, hey, Colin, you're doing a great job. So, hey, Colin, you're doing a great job. Colin, you're doing awesome. You're playing RPGs. You're crushing it. Hey, Colin, you're fantastic. That that character that you made, that beat that last monster that so you good. fought, the best. So good. Everybody loved it. So the decisions you're making, Colin, and the things you're doing, you're doing awesome. So keep doing it. And it'll be great. Yeah. High five. Low five. Too slow. Oh. Oh. Wait. Russ, yeah. you can't too slow me. Oh, right. You were, you were low five and Colin. Yeah, it's, and it, he okay. did it because he's yeah. a good person. Yeah, you're right. Thanks for being better than me, Colin. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Um, we would love for you to come join another one of our communities over on the Reckless Play Guild, which is our Facebook group that we share with a bunch of other amazing shows like uh, Dark Dice, The Lucky Die, uh, and The End of Time and Other Bothers. Along with those, a whole bunch of really amazing people who are uh, talking about Dungeons and Dragons and the shows and just sharing stories about all the cool games and stuff that they're playing. I can't remember the one guy's name, Russ, but he is building like terrains for dungeons and it, every time I see the posts, I am blown away by A, how creative and talented he is, and B, just how awesome that is. Every single time I see it, it 
floors me. Is it these ones you're talking about? Yeah, those oh ones. Oh my God, those look so fun. Tony over there he, the, uh, and a bunch of other people are posting like their miniatures and their dungeons and all that sort of stuff. It's really super cool. It's so cool. People are so talented, hey? They are. So come join us in the Reckless Play Guild. A link is down in the description. Our Discord link we had to take out. So if you want a Discord link, uh, send us a note on another social media platform. <laughs> Just hit Russ up on Twitter. We got hit by bots. Uh, and it was a whole morning of sorting that <laughs> jazz out. I remember I woke up in the morning and I had so many mm-hmm. notifications from Discord. And then I went in and there was nothing. And I was like, I'm very confused. <laughs> as to what's happening. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the bot attack happened. Anyways, uh, clear of bots. Now only awesome people. Uh, send us a, an email or a message on Twitter or Facebook uh, if you would like to come join us on Discord. And we'll probably do like a, a Discord link blasts on our social media as well. Uh, you can come join us over there. Okay, that's all the places you can come hang out with us. We would love to see you. Okay, bye. Uh, the uh, we're back to you. All right, well, let's kill this fucking Vrock. Uh, this Vrock has taken damage, Yes. By an axe, I do yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would like to uh, point at this Varrock and cast Toll the Dead on it. So it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Does it? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. No, it does. <laughs> oh, really? Well, you know what? This Varrock has advantage on saving throws against magic. <laughs> okay. Eighteen. Oh, fine. Instead, she takes out a bow and says, "Swift death to those who have wronged me, so bitch." This thing is on you. Uh, yes. Yeah, wronging her. <laughs> it's right. in the process of wronging her right That's now. That's right. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, well, I actually have no melee weapons. Um, an unarmed strike with plus eight. Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking punch it in the <laughs> fucking Did you multi-class to monk? <laughs> no. Wow. I'm gonna hit She's it. She's so light too. With Crazy. my hand. She's so strong. I'm gonna close fists. <laughs> hit it. <laughs> Roll for, for a fist. Twenty six. <laughs> yeah, your punch hits. Yeah, it gives three damage. I mean, it only takes one of those, but yeah. Well, still, I did something. I'm not just sitting there yeah. with my thumb up my ass. <laughs> so, oh, like some, <laughs> some fucking loser. Uh, okay. Note to self, get Amy's character a fucking dagger. I need a dagger. <laughs> right? I can't, like, I, I thought of that last time we not last time but the last yeah. time we played I was like I should really pick up a dagger when not get to Leosin's uh, so in a 15 foot radius cloud which I think will just affect Tolgear and Thea a cloud of toxic spores extends out from the rock each creature in that area must succeed on a constitution saving throw or become poisoned Nah, no, Thea just breathes it in. <sighs> 26 on my con save. Smells like mushrooms. On a fail. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. I mean, on a pass, nothing happens. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, wow, really? On a fail? <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, you're good. Uh, okay. It tries to fly up, which I realize will uh, an attack of opportunity from probably the both of you, a punch from one, <laughs> and an axe attack from the other. Ah. But yeah, it's going to try and try and fly up into the tree line. Yeah, I'm going to punch it again. Yeah, <laughs> do it. I'm going to punch it. I'm going to aim for the stomach. That's only a 14. Doesn't hit. Uh, it's a 20, but not critical. Yes, sir. That is 14 damage. Uh, and it's still magical? That doesn't... That sticks around for a while? Uh, it sticks around for one minute. Okay. Ten rounds. Oh, I forgot about the plus four to my attack roll. Well, it hit anyway, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Tulgear, it's your turn. It has gone in the air? It flies up uh, 30 feet. I will uh, take that hand axe that I've been using, and I will throw it at this fucking thing. Because, you know, when in Rome... Throw your hand axe at something. Mm-hmm. That's the saying. So that is an 18 to hit. Yeah, that will hit. 
Oh, a solid one on the damage roll. So that is nine damage. It goes and it like cuts into like its wing and it kind of loses its balance a little bit, but still maintains its position. Um, your axe goes up, hits, and falls to the ground 15 feet from you. Okay, I will, uh, I'll go make like a running slide to try to catch this axe and that'll be my, uh, second action. And that's how he lost his pinky finger. (laughs) 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 The slide was too effective. I got there too fast. Uh, Yimble, it's your turn. Okay, so it is, yeah, you said it was 30 and it came down a little bit. So I am going to cast Sacred Flame, so I need you to make a dex save. Uh, 24. I guess you are just going to avoid my Sacred Flame. Doesn't say anything about taking half damage. Yeah, cantrips are great, except when they (laughs) make their save. It's it's either sacred or it's not. There is no half Sacred Flame. Fair. So I do nothing. I guess. Out from behind you, you hear that movement gets closer, and you see a glowing uh, red eye of a maw demon, which is a four-legged creature that goes up to its main body. It has actually three eyes, and its body like splits in two, and in the middle is giant Razor sharp teeth that encompasses its entire body and it's got three clawed hands. Runs out. Uh, you're hovering still? No, I don't think so. I think I'm on the ground. Okay. Well, then it's going to attack you. Okay. It's going to try and bite you. That's a 16 to hit. Will hit. And then you take 11 piercing damage as this thing clamps down. <laughs> chomp, chomp. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, well, I guess it's medium, so it's actually pretty big. Uh, it, like, bites into you. Oh, Donnie. You didn't get Donnie to do anything. No, he's just been in, in crackers, my bag. crackers, 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 <laughs> crackers, <laughs> crackers, 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 just seeing him hurt would just break my heart. Oh, it's your turn now. Hey, is everything okay out there? These nuts are great. Yeah, we're all right. Just super fucking weird. Don't don't look out of the satchel if, if you ever want what? to sleep again. Oh, God, what is happening down there? I'm going to stay in here because yeah, I'm just a tiny baby dragon. I don't, I don't fight big things anymore. I'm getting too old for this shit. I'm a tiny baby dragon. I don't fight these things anymore. I'm getting too old for this shit. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing what you're saying. Time but is a construct. He's I, both old and yeah. young. That's yeah. true. Oh, God. I am my own grandfather. What? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Maw demon. I'm going to Eldritch Blast. First one uh, is only a 13. Next one is a 27. How about an 11? No. Okay. Well, last one. What about a 21? Yes. Neat. So that's three. A 10 and a 9. 19 plus 1 is 20. All right. I mean, fairly decent considering one of those die was a 1. Uh, what? Sorry, what type of damage? That's the L- Force. That's force. Mm, yeah, that's cool. Force is a force. Yeah, I'll take it. Of course, of I'll course. I'll take it. It's good. Just choosing to take my damage. It's not choose oh, to take it. Yeah, it's a day. I didn't know that's how this worked. Um, Actually, yes, I did. I knew that. The Vrock above um, is going to go attack Tolgear. Actually, it's going to s- screech at him. You know, that's probably a good call. Sure. Is yeah. it? It emits a horrific screech down towards a creature within 20 feet. Oh, that's pretty much everybody. Everybody. It's going to screech at everybody. going to make a constitution saving throw. What happens if we fail the saving throw, Russ? Like, what's it trying to do to us? It's trying to stun you. I got a okay. 10. So it's not trying to frighten me. No. I mean, by proxy, but not the direct sure. relation. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, 24 for me. Okay. 24. Uh, 11. No, 12. Uh, No, 11. Uh, So, 10. (laughs) You are stunned until the end of its next turn. A stunned creature is incapacitated, can't move, and can only speak falteringly. 
creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Uh, so that's you. Guys, moving can't. Tolgear, it's your turn. Where's this maw demon in relation to everyone else? Uh, it was on me. clamped onto... <laughs> Biting me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it took some Aldrich Blast, so it's probably, you know, at, at no longer clamped onto, but in close vicinity to Yenbol. Yeah, I guess I will uh, head on over towards that maw demon and throw a couple attacks down on it. All right. With my still sacred weapon. All right. Because if I say that before I roll, I'll remember to add the bonus, right? All right. So that is a 22. Uh, yeah. And Oh, shit. Another nat 20. Ooh. Wow. Give me your damage for the 22 and then because it's yeah. going to be dead after that one. You can redecide where you want to put that nat 20. Uh, so that's 20. 14 slashing damage for the first one. You cleave down into the Maw Demon and split its giant jaws wide open, leaving your second attack. Uh, yes, yeah, so what else is left? The Vrock and the that's it? The Vrock is the last one visible remaining. Yeah, I'm going to, like, throw my fucking hand axe again at this Vrock because, well, I'm doing good damage here with this, so let's let's make it happen. Uh, all right, so that is 17, no, 19, sorry, bad math, 19 slashing damage. Let's out a whale, not a horrific screech, but a horrific whale, which needs no saving throw. And uh, that is Yenbull's turn. Thank you for killing the creature on me. Does change my plans. How far am I um, now from that frog? Uh, it is uh, approximately 15 feet out and then another 20 feet in the air. Okay, then I'm going to fly up so that I can cast Shatter without my friends being in the blast zone. Okay. So you need to make a con save. Demon Comic Con save. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Four. That's 17. Uh, it meets, so it beats. So, you are going to, you hear a loud ringing noise, painful, intense. Then you are going to take 39 thunder damage. Holy fuck. Tell me what it looks like when he's dead. Oh, well, it's thunder damage, so I feel like maybe it sends, like, ripples of force, and that's sort of, like moves through the demon and then he crashes to the ground because yeah like he's, he's flying like bone, bone crunching like flesh ripping like falls to the ground in like a, a, a huddled mess and then you hear more movement from around and you begin to hear like the groans of zombies and then you hear Thea say I'm not stunned anymore <laughs> And then you begin to see them from the light from Tulgir's weapon. The faces of them coming out of the trees. Looks like it's time to blow this popsicle stand. Yes, I say we we need to get out of here. You'll quickly climb aboard the magic carpet and zip off into the air as the scene around you is overwhelmed by maw demons and zombies. All music and sound effects in today's episode can be found at epidemicsound.com or boomlibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Mark Hartless, Stevie, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Jessica Babiak, Darylith, Devin Michaels, Aaron Stevens, Luke Ikes, and Ray Serbeck. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Have a great week, and we'll talk soon. You're looking at me like that sounds strange. Yeah, a little Sean Connery going on there. <laughs> oh, okay. Orcish's forces. forces. Yes. That's what it sounds like to me, but it's probably uh, just me. I'm just, yeah. Totally missed out on a real good dad joke opportunity. Only the numbers one through 12. <laughs> uh.
<laughs> you don't have uh, watches sorry. in this world. It's the darkest timeline. How do I know if I don't have a watch? Guys, my turn just lasted forever. So long. Is this so, what it feels like every time? Yeah. <laughs> Worse. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It happened in the quiet town of Podunk. An ages-old family mystery. What happened with great-grandpa? Why won't you talk about it? Because there's nothing to say, Ninten. Begets an unprecedented paranormal event. Help, brother! Poltergeists. My lamp attacked me. It was hovering the air. It unplugged itself and came at me. Mind control. Why is that crow smoking a cigarette? Okay, we're playing inside today. Zombie. I could have gotten out of here on my own. You were hiding in a coffin. It was a good disguise. Extraterrestrials. You've seen them too? I've been observing them for days. <laughs> I beat up aliens with my baseball bat. Children with psychokinetic powers. I let that little light of mine shine, Mama. And it melted the darkness away. And that's just the beginning. Introducing Mother, She Wrote, a travelogue diary through the biggest cult phenomena in video game history, the Mother series, as it's called in Japan, and Earthbound, as it's called everywhere else. Each episode, we recount the story through immersive audio drama as it's lived by the characters, unpacking the surreal adventures, tear-jerking moments, and what it all means. If you're new to the series, we'll take you beyond the controller and into the story. And if you're a longtime fan, relive these tales like never before and learn fascinating new facts about your favorite games. Find Mother She Wrote on your favorite podcast player and at MotherSheWrote.Earth. <laughs>